balls so dry and explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That one. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them drag, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. What is that? It's my balls! God damn it, Carmen! How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garrison? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Check My Bows, right here on a litany of networks. Like I like how you just started singing, and I was like, that's it. That's that's how we're going to start the episode, Joe. Uh, but we're back, guys, for another episode. It's an action-packed episode of uh, Check My Bows, a South Park review. Uh, as you can see, we've got uh, the different little graphics in front of us here. We got season three, episode 11, Pokemon on the corner. And located in the opposite corner, we've got our guest here. Uh, his name is uh, Winning Rome, which I'll get to your introduction here in just a moment. But we're back on a litany of networks, Hummy Media Group, Rat Salad Review, R&R Pod Network as well. You can find us everywhere. iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, Spreaker, apparently, with the R&R Pod Network, Apple Podcasts, Google Everywhere and anywhere, Amazon, we're there. Just look up Check My Bows, South Park Review, each and every week. We review South Park in linear fashion, linear as in one, two, three, four, all the way to 300 plus. I'm your host who's uh, living in Colorado, not very happy with the uh, radiator, but I'm ready here to deliver another review of Check My Bows. No, dude, the radiator oh. for 19 hours. Oh, it wasn't that bad. People were complaining already. You know, I, I, being from Arizona, it's not that bad I, for me. I, Joe, I'm, I'm people. I was yeah, people Joe's that our, were complaining. Joe was complaining the other night. Uh, that it being was 37 said, this morning. It wasn't that bad. Yes, so uh, anyway, so introducing first from uh, all the way from sunny Arizona, he's a uh, scoop, scoop. Scoop, scoop, Jackson. What's going on, boys? Got a full house today. Look at this. We were we're not alone today. That's for sure. Not alone. And of course, making his way back each and every week now as a full member of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. He is the head honcho. Dirty, dirty, dirty. J, J, J. Vernola, Vernola, Vernola. I really like this Brady Bunch thing the three of us have going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those not watching on YouTube, you have to watch, or maybe you saw the clip on our Instagram or Twitter. We have a guest here. Uh, I've known this man. God, Noel, over 10 years now. I've played in bands with this guy. I've gotten wasted, had many adventures with this gentleman. This guy hosts his own podcast, which is uh, up for the six-star submission review right now. Um, 
His name is Gerard Delacruz, a.k.a. Winning a Rome. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, thanks for having me. Like, I, I actually like seeing people at the same time when I'm recording myself. Like, so this is cool. Normally, I'm, like, by myself nowadays uh, <laughs> doing my pot. However, that hasn't taken away from any of the fun, but I appreciate uh, getting to talk and shoot the shit with you guys. So thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Yeah, yeah thanks for yeah, being yeah. here. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. We wanted to get... Also, uh, I, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to just say... Uh, that introduction for Joe, bro, I, you just made me think about, like, granola bars. And for some reason, like, I was thinking, like, what if, like, for the ladies, Joe, do you taste as sweet? And are you able to satisfy with that hardness of a granola bar? I've never had any complaints. Okay, there you go. For the ladies, there you go. Living of a... I'm all, I'm always a, a cock enhancer, bros. <laughs> yeah, Joe, that's gonna be uh, your. I'm gonna start the the show off with that now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he's hard on the outside like granola, but sweet inside like a lady. He's <laughs> <Joe> <laughs> granola. Day, okay, day. You just upped the game right now. <laughs> I'm hard but- and crunchy on the outside, but with a soft, chewy, nougaty middle. You sound like a milky <laughs> <Nougat>. bar Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're back each and every week to deliver an episode of South Park. The reason why, of course, I wanted to have you on today, Rome, is you were the biggest. I mean, you have to be one of the biggest Pokemon players in the past that I know of. I mean, you went so hey, far. Hey, hold up, hold paid. up. By Nintendo. Hey, hold up. Hold up. Me and Scoop, though, back in the day, me and him, right. we did the stomping grounds, all right? That's right. 2015, right. 2016, we, uh, like, he was in the circuit with me. Like, we we went around smashing on little kids, you know? <laughs> Just yeah, taking so their lunch all money. My, <laughs> all my wins were against little kids. I got smashed by everybody else, but I beat the little kids. Hey, no, bro. That's that's where that's where it counts. You got a lieutenant surge these ash dudes. So right, that's yeah. all I gotta say. <laughs> no, but yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, I, I am very knowledgeable on just regular ass Pokemon stuff. I made it to uh, the World Championships in 2016, and uh, I I for one uh, technically have collected all eight badges required to join the Pokemon League. So I um know how crazy it is to collect said items of Pokemon stuff. So Chim Pokemon is like, if you guys are familiar with the episode, when we get into it, there is that whole collecting aspect, that craze of collecting and being the best. So yeah, I appreciate that. So thanks for having me on for this specific episode. Yeah, well, let's get started, guys. This is Suck My Balls, episode number 45, and uh, it is, of course, the 42nd overall episode of Shin Pokemon. You can, of course, catch up on all 44 episodes that are up, and now 45, posted everywhere, uh, specifically audio everywhere. Go to our anchor.fm or just search Suck My Balls, South Park Review, and uh, subscribe Download them all. If you'd like to support us, you can actually go to anchor.fm slash check my bows pod slash support. And you can actually sign up for like a dollar a month. It's kind of like Patreon, but this way, it, you know, it's kind of like Washington Redskins go fuck yourself. You just give yes. us money and we do nothing. So if you yes. believe in that philosophy, please go to anchor.fm slash check my bows slash support. And, uh, you know, help us out. We appreciate it. 
So the 42nd overall episode, it revolves around South Park's new fad from Japan, Jimpokamon. It has taken over the minds of third grade class, uh, eventually going to be fourth grade here later on, the toys, and are subliminally recruiting children into a plot of bringing down the American government. So we kick off this episode with Cartman. You know, he's doing his normal thing, hanging out. Okay, it's my hat, huh? He sees a Chimpokemon commercial pop right on the TV. His mom comes in the room. You know, she's talking and whatnot, walking in and out. But then after he's done watching the episode of Chimpokemon, he sees a commercial that says, you can now buy the toys. Hey, kids, do you love Chimpokemon? Yes. Well, now you can buy your very own. I've got to buy Chimpokemon. I've got to buy it. I've got to buy it. Now you can collect them all. Furry cat, donkey trunk, penguin, shoe, lamb toy. Collect them all and you can become Royal Crown Chimpoko Master. Royal Crown Chimpoko Master, holy shit. All the Chimpoko Manor in stores now. Chimpokemon is super you love toy number one. And it was at this point in time, the switch went off in Cartman's mind. The craze went off like crazy as Rome is pointing to behind him. And he's alluding to the fact as he began his need, his yearn to want to collect them all. When in Rome, we'll start with you since you're, you're, you're holding it up. You know, you, you, of course, were at a young age, I believe, right? We were like, I don't know, 11, 10 or 11 when Pokemon came out. So I mean, yeah, what it was, was like- your initial? At least here in it America, was the perfect age. The United yeah. States. Yeah. Dude, that was yeah, like yeah. in sixth grade. Holy yeah, I think shit. 98 was when it officially aired for the uh, for us in America. So I was nine. Uh, so that was like flex. That was hella hype. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like like traditional Americans that um, have like, you know, the, uh, the need penis. to... Yeah, very large penis. I... Go into the trap of collecting said Pokemans. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was great. Uh, well, as far as well, I mean, what what what, are, what 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 was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what, what was your initial uh, experience like when you first saw Pokemon? I guess. Oh, okay, like, so is, when I first whether um, it be game or television, you know what I mean. Okay. All right. All right. So when I first, I remember this to the T. All right. It wasn't like no like trailer it wasn't no like television show it wasn't like it it wasn't even like the toy the video game it was it was like a magazine a game informer they had sprites like the eight bit sprites of po- uh, Char- charmander squirtle and bulbasaur when you see these sprites for the first time i was like oh and then like you had to choose which team you're gonna be on in terms of who you're gonna start off with Bros, tell me that wasn't hype. Just that discussion, like Yo, fire red right? or fire red, grass green, blue water. Which one are you gonna be? Which one's oh, coolest? Man. Like oh, you, you, that was the hypest. Just that, just seeing those sprites alone. Just just those three Pokemon like started it all for just everyone. I feel like, like so in America. Were you, were you at the uh, hype? Did you get into the Pokemon craziness when it first hit here? Um, no, not really. And I never really got into Pokemon. I never played any of the games. I never did anything of that. I was, if it came out in 98, I was 14. So I had some other interests going on. I was, I was aware of it. Trying to get laid. You know, I was was aware of it. 
especially because like I knew that it was that cartoon that gave kids in Japan seizures and (laughs) (laughs) that that was literally my knowledge of it and then like my sister uh got red and blue for her birthday that year and she started playing them and then my cousins started playing them and they all got into the uh trading card games so it's almost like it's almost like my relationship with juggalos i'm aware of the environment and i'm cool with them i'm like a jug affiliate but i have nothing to do with that world i am aware of the pokemon world i have a lot of friends that are totally into it i've taken people to parks to do like pokemon go stuff and everything but i just have no i'm a poke affiliate (laughs) Hey, no, but you know, it's like if someone says "woop woop," like you already like you're yeah, cool. yeah, like, you're fine, <laughs> right? Like I see someone walking by and they got like a hatchet man or something. I might throw out a "woop woop" and the okay, cool, like yeah, yeah. no, you're good. <laughs> I, we can relate to that. We have a friend like that uh, who's a right. juggalo, and so I guess that by proxy makes us a juggalo affiliate. Uh, Scoop, what was your first encounter? Sixth grade, you said, so that would have put you at eleven, twelve years old. I was 12 when I first oh. got into it. And I was nice. already playing Magic at the time. So when Pokemon dropped, I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I like I loved the cartoon. I would wake up super early to watch the cartoon. But then when I tried to play the card game, and it was like nah. comparing it to Magic, I, I couldn't because the, the combos aren't there. The games aren't just as interesting. It's a different combo set, definitely. Yeah, and it, it took for me a long time to actually appreciate the card game. So the older yeah. I got, the more I appreciated it because it's like it's actually a lot of fun when you sit down and learn how to play it. So yep. and then then uh, the games came out and I kind of I pre- pretty much played every single game except Black and White. Okay. Those are the only games. Like, I got into it actually off the trading card. Like the it hit the playground and people started with the cards and I must have been probably like fourth grade fourth or fifth right around that time when the when the cards hit and i remember at that point like us all going to the store looking to find that shiny charizard right uh trying to be the first one in school right exactly i've got charizard well, even then, like, if even if you got one, like, I, my whole interest, because I was looking through the collector's book at the time, was it was worth, like, 60, 70 bucks. I was like, yo, I can find this card and go flip it, right? So, like, I was that's hey. what I was thinking early on. I was an entrepreneur at a young age. Like, I was always trying to sell shit or, like, trying to make extra cash. So my parents would not give me money other than, like, lunch money. So, I'm like, how can I turn this $2 into something? <laughs> I you should have kept that, though, bro. Uh, Charizard. At this part, I never got it. Never, I never got the Charizard. So. I had oh, a okay. shadowless Charizard chilling in my book of cards. Is it graded though? Because one one actually sold just recently for like eighty thousand dollars. It was like a nine point eight grading. Uh, like a uh, shiny shadowless graded at like five. First edition. Oh okay. It's, it's not first that's, edition. That's, it's got okay. some damage. So, like, when, when Marley turns 18, if it stays on that, that path, you know, it's, it's still It'll be worth maybe five, ten grand or something at that point. Yeah, you know, so. I've been holding on to it. And then once There's I learned There's something called that, the law like, of diminishing returns. <laughs> so, right. No, but, uh, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're no, good. I actually like that Charizard just in, in general. <laughs> good call. Good call keeping that. <laughs> so yeah, that's some bad shit, though. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. So that was kind of, I guess, uh, our initial, uh, you know, I guess, uh, ingest just of Pokemon of uh, regular Pokemon fandom. Pokemon. 
Right. So, but upon back to the story of South Park to drive it back in here now. So now Cartman, he, you know, he's excited. He wants to get a chimp Pokemon. So he asks his mom to take him to the toy store. Of course, she's trying to make him lunch. She says, no, mom. I want to be a fan get man. So she finally takes him. He shows hey, up. Hold up, hold up. I'm sorry. Can, can we, before we leave this scene, all right, yeah. there's something that I wanted to point out because I saw yeah. it in the like in the opening scene. You see the picture above the couch, right? Uh, yeah. It has a picture of Cartman and his mom, and they both have like yellow skin. I, I wanted to mm-hmm. know if that was like an homage to like Simpsons or if that was just like them with a tan. <laughs> like, I don't remember it, if you guys uh, noticed that. It that, was. Uh, picture. Pro- I, I did that. notice it. It was probably the first and not the second because they're huge fans of The Simpsons, and The Simpsons writers have professed that they're fans of South Park. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, when both, I saw that, I was like, of each other." I would also yeah. say, point. It's also if you look at the style art of that picture, it's um. Uh, reference to the original pilot too, that style as far as the color they didn't have the full the full coloring if you will so they were trying to make it a, a stand out between the characters so like they didn't want to use the same color as the skin tone of cartman so initially they might have made it yellow for like cardboard purposes or a lighter yellow uh, and sure. initially there actually was a dad too that never actually happened but if you go back and watch the unreleased one which we never review just because it's harder to get a, our hands on but there is an unreleased version of the pilot if you will that actually has cartman and his father in it so a good call out um on the yeah they, they the, just the ran out of felt for that dad guy that's what i'm saying fuck well shit all right <laughs> 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 stupid all right <laughs> so so now the very next day or not the very next day the very next scene they jump over to the toy store upon entering cartman sees that uh well pretty much every kid in town or every kid his age is there buying chim pokemon dolls and cartman really only wants one thing he wants a penguin unfortunately they're all sold out he tries to muscle his way from kenny his penguin Okay, give me the penguin. I want your penguin. It's my favorite. God damn it, there's no more penguin. Kenny, penguin is my favorite. That's the last one. Let me have it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny, let me have yeah. yeah. Give me penguin. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Kenny doesn't up. We'll get into actually what Kenny says later in the What Did Kenny Say segment. But... Now they've all got their own chimp Pokemon. I bus stop the next day, and you know Cartman's still trying to get Kenny to trade them. And he's like, "Come on, give me my Shusitsu doll or whatever it is." And <laughs> okay, Kenny, I'll trade you my Chichinezmi for your penguin. <laughs> God damn it, you're supposed to trade you little asshole. Give me penguin. <laughs> Kenny won't trade the him. Penguin. The, well, yeah, Cartman's got like what looks like it's supposed to be. A, in my opinion, it's like a, a cross between like a Charizard. It's got the colors of a Charizard. <laughs> yeah. the body of a dragon. That's what it just looked like. You know what I mean? It looked like it looked like a lion Charizard, like a with, lion, a lion with okay. like with like Charizard's color scheme and like like mane on his face, like Charizard wings on his face type thing. Like it was really. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle oh, then show you can actually look up they, they have a whole sorry but they have like a whole like a, a whole breakdown of them yeah yeah That's it's amazing. a whole chart and all this information <laughs> I was going to bring that up into the podcast but I felt like that would be way too long of recording uh, maybe, shoot. maybe 
<laughs> Maybe we could do a, a bonus review down the line on Jim Pokemon. It'll just be a Jim Fuck. Pokemon episode. Brockery. <laughs> As Scoop loses his uh, shoe here. Uh, oh, Brockery. Oh, oh, Jim Pokemon. Fuck. Um, so anyway, back to the episode, Scoop. Jim <laughs> uh, Pokemon. Now, Kyle shows up. And he's excited because he, he's got his brand new cyborg build doll. Like, he's, hey, what's up, guys? I got my brand new cyborg build doll. And they're like, Shabbat <laughs> Bill. Yes, I share last week. It's all about Chimp Hookman. Yeah. And Stan's like, yeah, dude, it's all about Chimp Pokemon. So Kyle gets convinced. His story arc here is he's going through the mental anguish of trying to fit in, follow the fad, but he continues to be one step behind. Rather than like being like, okay, you know what? I didn't get this, but let me look ahead and get the next thing to try to be on top of it. He's just continuously falling behind here, trying to trying to catch up with all the other boys and girls in the Trim Pokemon fad. Uh, unfortunately, I, I was probably in that situation too. Like my parents didn't buy me a bunch of chimp Pokemon and shit like that. They bought me the game during Christmas. You know what I mean? I got a couple decks of cards every now and then, but I didn't have somebody who was like constantly buying me Kim Pokemon or Pokemon cards or Pokemon gear. If I had been, maybe I would have been more heavily into it. Anyway, um, that being said, what's that supposed to mean? TBS. <laughs> uh did you guys ever find yourself in a situation um where you were like trying to follow a fad how about you starter pokemon no one ever chooses i'll choose you first pogs um pogs interesting Ooh. yeah just about everything yeah. you got into pogs late yeah, I got yeah. into Pogs a little late. No, as it was start as it was starting to wear off, it was just I was always like a step behind on everything. Like I was somehow a step behind on Power Rangers. Oh. I, I'm like, no, oh, so no, you missed them at like Griffith it. Park type stuff. Yeah, um, it it was. I was always a day late and a buck short. That seems to be the. Uh, yeah, not not to get too depressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I understand some of that, but like Pogs, that's interesting because like you're a little bit older than me. Like, and I was into Pogs. Like, I was like maybe yeah. four or five, and I remember when Pogs hit, and I was like having my mom. Like, they were easy to get because they're made out of cardboard, mm -hmm. so they're super cheap. So your parents would be like, "Yeah, I'll get you some too. Pogs. You could make your own." The expensive thing was the Slammers, but bro, I had yeah. like a, I had like a fucking gold, uh, like two gold Slammers, and one was ingrained of Jason as the Green Ranger, and he was holding up his flute, and one was Jason as the White Ranger, and he had his tiger thing. So I was pretty, I was pretty happy. Those, those are some pretty dope Slammers. It was just <laughs> like people started playing them in like second or third grade i think that would be like 93 then i would have been three ninety four yeah. um and like i didn't start playing until probably like fourth or fifth grade just be and it was just a thing if i wasn't able to get slammers i hadn't started mowing lawns for cash yet and my parents weren't gonna buy me that crap you know like why am i paying this much for a sheet of cardboard because it's got I was, it's got I, the I, Green I Ranger on it, Dad. You could pop them out. 
the the one fad I personally was like ahead of actually was like um you know how like you know people like do sports and like 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 play basketball like and, and are better runners than other people at young age you know like i actually like started masturbating earlier than any other kid i knew. <laughs> <laughs> i started that fed that was great you like sucked me in you had me like wait i wonder where he's going with this wait a minute wait i might they be call able, me fire hooks <laughs> when did you start when did you start give me the age bro like like i probably i probably oh, this is on wax wow this is on video camera no i don't care uh this this was like probably like i think 99 bro i remember in particularly which year it was like i was 10 i believe like when i found out about it and i was like we can do this. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I, I didn't find out about it until I was thirteen. Then no, I, I didn't like... find out about the, like masturbation and porn and everything. No, like, no, no. I, like I said, I I was ahead of the feds, guys. So okay, so back into the episode now. Kyle now not having the uh, you know not the awareness to be on top of Chim Pokemon goes home and asks his parents for more money. So that way he can go buy the Chim Pokemon dolls. Uh, he's not really into it. But at first, his dad gives him a good explanation on fads, why you shouldn't follow it, and how you should, you know, kind of lead the, your own uh, group and don't follow the pack. You know, so kind of mark your own trail. Good, heartfelt speech. And then Kyle was like, "Well, that sounds great, Dad. But let me tell you how it works in the real world. If you don't <laughs> give me any money and I don't buy any chip Pokemon, then I'm going to be the only kid in school that doesn't have chip Pokemon, and I'm going to be made fun of, which could ultimately get my ass kicked, right? So, and his dad was like, "You know what? Fair point." Why don't you go get your brother one as well after he gives him the initial $10. So uh, Gerald succumbs to Kyle's uh, argument. Rationale. That, Definitely. And rationale of peer pressure. So Kyle goes into the store to buy a chim Pokemon. The toy store owner's like, I don't see what you see in these, what you guys, what you kids see in these things. And he's like, yeah, me neither. And so he buys the toy and he walks out. And now the toy shop owner uh, starts playing with some of these dolls. You know, he squeezes, uh, it makes it sound like, buy me, buy me, right? So mm -hmm. as he's as he's squeezing the chimp Pokemon's uh, stomach over and over, eventually it says, uh, Hurry up and buy me. Down with America. What? I love you. Let's be best friends and destroy the capitalist American government. What the hell is going on here? You know, we have to take down the American government. Our ultimate mission is to take down the American government. Capitalist American government. Yep. Uh, more information to be to, to be followed, right? <laughs> and more to come. More to just come. to go back like 30 seconds, for Kyle to outlawyer a lawyer is lawyer. just fucking well, amazing. You know, he learns from his dad, right? Right. Uh, right. Yeah. But it's it's still like that's one of those times where I think we're supposed to remember he's a lawyer, and this eight year old just shut him down. Right. That or his dad just realized like I just I remember those years of not having the same things those other kids had, and I got my ass kicked. I don't want that for you kids. Right. At but all. that <laughs> that still means exactly. his counter oh, yeah, argument no, but, was better than his dad's, and he outlawed him. Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. They're both. Uh, they're both. I think. Oh yeah, they're both totally yeah. correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So but after honestly, that, yeah. no, you're fine. So after that, then we jump over. Now, Kyle, we'll go to the toy shop owner in just a moment. But Kyle, he's got his gym Pokemon dogs all stoked. Mm-hmm. So now he goes back to his friend's house. Hey, what's up, guys? I got my chip Pokemon. And like, chip Pokemon. That's so last week. Now I got about, <laughs> now I got you don't have your chip Pokemon controller yet? Yeah, you don't have your stance. Like, you don't have your chip Pokemon controller yet, dude? No. Now, what I don't get here is eventually, which we'll talk about right now, Kenny has some you know, t- adverse effects of the game, right? He starts having epilepsy and seizures, and he eventually kind of turns into a vegetable. Uh, seemingly throughout the episode, we find out what, how he dies that was because of this reason. That being said, if I'm Kyle, why don't I just scoop up Kenny's controller? Why, why did he have to go out and buy another controller? Because he wasn't <laughs> dead yet. He wasn't, wasn't dead, dead yet. yet. <laughs> Still, you could have. I would. That's what I would have done. I would have been like, you know, hey, let me go ahead. You want me to play Candy? Okay, I'll play Candy. <laughs> like, he <laughs> should have taken over the controller. Then he wouldn't have to buy. Hey, Kenny, if you don't want me to play, stop having a seizure. Well, hold on, we're 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 obviously avoiding the whole fact that like some rats just weaken and Bernie's Kenny at that that whole episode. <laughs> wow, that's a good, that's a good point. Damn, that's a great point. That's because he was showing up everywhere. Yeah, like even when the kids were like speaking Japanese and stuff. Like, right? Yeah, I don't know if that's like preceded that or it was before no it does but. it's later that's later that's that's funny <laughs> that's funny but yes uh, <laughs> that's interesting so yeah unfortunately for kenny he has a seizure kyle walks off to go yeah, now try and get it yeah he tries to go get his game controller and now the toy shop owner has apparently got on a plane made his way to japan that's what we've been led to believe and he arrives at the japanese chim pokemon headquarters Walks inside, knocks on the door, and it's like the the Asian lady from the commercial that they're this actress they're using. Which I, I have more information on her later in the uh, trivia and stuff like that. But nice. she ends up she ends up talking. Uh, you know, welcome to Jim. Po- well, welcome to a Jim Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. And so he states like, so, "Yeah, you want to tell me what the hell's going on with these dolls about wanting to bomb Pearl Harbor, take over capitalist corporate America?" And, then all of a sudden, you know, two guys come out and they're the Japanese affiliates there. The, you might say maybe president, king, emperor, and his assistant. And uh, he explains to them that there's nothing to worry about because uh, they have very the small. You are American? Yes. Oh, you must have very big penis. Excuse me? I was just asking you what you're up to with these toys. Nothing. We are very simple people with very small penis. Mr. Horse penis is especially small. <laughs> so small. We cannot achieve much with so small penis. But you, Americans, wow, penis so big. So big penis. Well, I, I guess it is a pretty good size. They have very, very small penis. You big, you very Americans big. have big, large penis. So their logic being, you guys, very small we have a small penis. So how could we be of any threat to you with a large penis? Um, no, that's a lot of rational. Like, that's yeah, very no sound problem. logic. It supersedes any other thought process prior. <laughs> like, I mean, oh, yeah, wait, you they, you're right. They can't do anything with those set of balls and that length of penis 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, couldn't the argument be made, though, if you have a small penis, such as the one that this guy displays, that you are probably angry and bitter and probably would do, uh, you know, extra nefarious activities to try and make yourself feel like you have a larger penis? So wouldn't they be right. more of a threat or scary? Right. No, see, that's that's big yeah. penis fears. Mm-hmm. That's what big penis, <laughs> pe- big penis people like fear or like is the the rising of small penis motherfuckers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, like... Pants so down! You, it's out, a weird dichotomy. <laughs> weird dichotomy. According hold to you up, guys, hold up. Before you we move on, actually, I think, I think it was appropriate that you guys bring on some Asian guy with small... <laughs> small tiny american penis okay the opposite of big american penis <laughs> so good job guys <laughs> then you can get good away job. with doing these accents too <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> we're good <laughs> all right continue Matt. i'm sorry if it makes you feel better you're the first i i mean does does he i don't the know the first asian pe- person no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'll suck my balls <laughs> i've been trying to get you on here you're, you know but, uh, <laughs> I know. I think you are. In fact, I was trying to think. We had on uh, Joe, who's from Canada, but he's a white guy, and we've had on uh, Greg Noggle. Uh, he's from America, but he he looks more like an Eskimo. So I'm going to say he was probably some sort of Asian. I don't know. He didn't look white. Um, You're holding a regular diversity summit here on this Suck My Balls <laughs> podcast right now. <laughs> Stupid. All right, All right. Let's, let's get this going. My bad. No, it's fine. So after that <laughs> shop owner, you know, after speaking with the Chim Pokemon creators and they've confused him that he has a big penis, uh, he he leaves and uh, he feels great. He's like, he's flattered. He's like, yeah, great. So he takes off. And uh, it's at this point now, Randy and Sharon, they've decided that they're going to watch one of Stan's videotapes of Chim Pokemon to see what it teaches. And they just soon discover how unusual it is. And, uh, you know, they're, they're going to call the parents together. But this is great. So after all of watching the episodes, <laughs> Randy, I suddenly have an urge to collect it all. I suddenly have an urge to collect them all. Are those good moral values? I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Lamtron, you are losing the battle of your life. But Lamtron's power level gives him a good chance of new fight. Will he succeed? I am sad now because Lamtron must be very lonely because there are so few Lamtrons in the world. Will he ever find a companion? This doesn't make sense. Are those stupid things supposed to be animals or robots or what? I don't know, but I suddenly kind of want to own them all. (laughs) (laughs) That was so great. It was such of Randy's M.O. too, because that's his type of personality. Once he really gets into something, he gets into it full force, even so much so now he's got his own business that's been running for a couple of years. Integrity. 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 So, integrity. so I really appreciate it here. Integrity. I appreciate it this year. So after this now, Kyle does eventually show up, and he does have the video game controller. And they're like, video game controller. Yes, so yes, right. It's all about the Chim Pokemon camp now. And tell him the video game's out of fashion. Kyle then decides that he's gonna go too. And he ends this by going, "I'll see you there." I. And they're like, "I." They're like, "Yeah." I. Makers of Chim Pokemon are going town to town and putting on a special camp to show all the Chim Pokemon masters how to destroy the evil power. You didn't know that? No, I knew it. I knew it. I was just testing you guys. You just wait till I get to that Chim Pokemon camp. I'm going to be the toughest master of them all. So we'll see you there. I, Dude, did you just say I? Yeah, you know, like Lauren Hill. I. Oh my god, that's so yesterday. Yeah, dude, nobody says I anymore. What? I eat's not cool either? When did that happen? Like eight days ago. God damn it. 
Are you interested in joining our elite roster of sponsors? From now through the end of the year, Hamid Media Group is offering special rates as we continue our exponential growth. As we expect to hit 3 million downloads in the first half of 2021, giving you the absolute best value for you to advertise your company, brand, product, service, or podcast. We encourage you to reach out at Group at gmail.com and ask us how we can give the Hameen Media Bump to you. That hasn't been cool since like last week, dude. So, like eight days ago. Like, <laughs> like eight, 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 eight days ago. Right. Because Kyle's like, when did that go out? Like, like eight days ago. So it was, <laughs> it was pretty good. Like, it was pretty good for Kyle. Well, uh, following that, all the Chimp Pokemon camp, uh, at the Chimp Pokemon camp now, the leaders are getting ready uh, to decide how to explain to these kids the evil power. Um, but in the lead up to this, you know, they've got their own little side conversations because they're, you know, talking about in Japanese is what we're in a mouth. By the way, I don't know what they said. Now, the subtitles didn't come on. However, I was told or by my own research here that I believe it's Trey Parker. He uh, is fluent in Japanese. He went to school for it and like during college. So he actually learned how to speak Japanese. So I, I'm assuming all that Japanese was legitimate. Um, it, this episode, of course, was never dubbed in Japanese. I actually think this is an episode that's not allowed to be shown in Japan, uh, as the Japan do not they do not make the Japanese look very uh, <laughs> positive here. Yeah, that in the uh, dolphin episode. Yeah, they are uh, not very fond of that episode, and. I mean, my response is, well, stop don't. whale hunting and killing dolphins. Exactly. Don't don't corner a bunch of dolphins in a cove and shoot them with guns. That's a good point. That's why I'm here. But so you're forgetting it. the one thing is fuck you, whale, and fuck you, dolphin. Fuck you, dolphin! Now fuck you, cow, and fuck you, chicken. That way they're normal. Fuck you! Cow and a chicken, cow and a chicken, frame the dolphin in the whale? <laughs> anyway as we continue on we continue to fly off the rails here uh they get so now we're at the camp uh so the camp is explaining to the kids that you know they've got to do exercises they've got to learn the language but the evil plan is that they have to destroy the american government and they will start by bombing pearl harbor <laughs> cartman when he goes ah that's the evil plan captain it's captain america the by learning Japanese. Now, it's interesting that you then said that uh, that Kenny was able to speak Japanese, Rome, because it was then the next point in the classroom when they would go to school now, uh, they're all speaking Japanese and Mr. Garris was having a hard time talking to them. And he's like, <laughs> What is six times three? 
No, goddammit, it's 18! Juhachi is 18, Garrison-san. For the last time, my name is not Garrison-san, alright? And this is not Hat-san. And you all better start talking in a manner that I can understand. What did he say? He said, Damn it, this is not Japan! So he's asking them a question, and they're repeating it back the uh, answer in Japanese. He's like, he's like, no, that's not the answer. He's like, no, that is the answer, Garrison-san. Um, so, unfortunately, uh, uh, now the kids are fluent. Well, not unfortunately. It's a good thing to learn another language. Uh, maybe the circumstances weren't the best surrounding it. But, hey, now they're fluent in Japanese. Yeah. Never to be used again in later of the, you know, 17, 18 plus. Now, I guess it'd be 21 plus seasons now. But... You know, we do know that they are fluent in Japanese. So that's, uh, do you do you think <clears throat> do you think something like um like your Pokemon stuff where they just it's not like little plastic but little stuffed something or others, but they release like limited amounts of them. You know, like how Funko does chases and stuff. Are you like, saying can we collect all the chimp Pokemon? Is that what you want to know? Something like it. Do you think something like on those lines with like that same type of rarity behind each one to where, you know, they'll send a certain amount to stores and, you know, you'll have to trade amongst each other to get stuff. Do you think something like that? Would, All like, would I know is the number one, all right, since you bring this up, the number one toy channel on YouTube is Ryan's toys, right? It's a little boy's toy like yeah. review channel. All right, so now uh -huh. that we established that, the number one really collectible company in the world right now, Ryan's Toys. He started his own, like, miniatures stuff. So, like, the the fact that, like, you're, um, like, people, if, if people want to collect something, like, Chim Pokemon, like, if we revive that, we do a petition, I'm, su I'm sure, like, at, with the technology now, it'd be easy to, like, 3D print a whole mess of these things and... Yeah, let's let's fucking. We should be the guys who just do that. Dang, you know what? We'll talk right more offline about this. But you know how we could really do this and be super simple. And I'm if if we ever do get this stimulus check again, what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a 3D printer. So all we'd have to do is print them off hella cheap. Uh, I'm not, and then just paint them. You know, with the yep. you know, good paint and airbrush. Them. airbrush. Etsy, Etsy. That's it. It's that's it. All right. Well, and then maybe we can hit up South Park. And I live in Colorado. Maybe I can get a meet you too, Joe. We'll go like on a little business meeting. With a, We'd like to make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> We'd like to pay for your licensing of Chim Pokemon, not the actual South Park characters, just the Chim Pokemon. <laughs> so now the the parents have got together and they're, they're deciding whether or not to let their kids go to Chim Pokemon camp. Uh, the leaders explained, uh, well, or the leader end up will explaining to the parents there's nothing to worry about. But before that, the parents are like, "Well, I don't really see if there's anything wrong with it." And uh, she, uh, sorry, uh, Leanne Cartman, uh, Cartman's mother, says, "Well, I'm letting Eric go. I don't really see what's the big deal. It's a fad." And actually, which I thought was interesting, uh, Sheila Brothlowski, Kyle's mom, actually agrees. She's like, "Yeah, they've been doing this all over the country." So at this point, you're thinking, "Okay." If Sheila's okay with it, who's like the most uptight mom, as soon as she says she's okay with it, then everybody's like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. Okay, okay. I guess it's okay. It's okay. It's but okay. you're also it's forgetting about the big American penis. That's the very driving factor for half the population of South Park. Yeah, it's such a big American penis. It's so big. <laughs> it is, he so has a big American penis. Woo! 
Well, before we got there, the kids went to the uh, – what happens is the kid go to the camp and they're doing their uh, – you know, they're learning their stuff. And the parents are starting to get worried now. Like, wait a minute. Uh, unfortunately, like they're speaking Japanese and, you know, we can't understand what our kids are saying. and They're getting in trouble in school. And they go to the town hall and they start complaining to the mayor, Mayor McDaniels. Mayor McDaniels brings in the creators of Shin Pokemon and they explain to them, as you then mentioned, yes, that uh, you have all, all the guys in the room, we have such a small penis. You have very large big American penis. It is an honor for us to be in room and share a room with big American penis. And like, there's like four chicks in the room and everybody else is the dudes and all the dudes are like, well, you know, you know. Uh, I do have a pretty big American penis. Yeah, all the uh, uh, Jimbo. Well, you know, I can't argue with that. He's right. <laughs> all the different characters are all agreeing. What? You see, Japanese penis so small. So small. You Americans have such humongous, bulbous penis. Well, I guess that's true. Oh, such a nice big penis, American. What can we possibly do with such small penis? We cannot take over your city filled with men of such mastodonic penis. Well, he's got a point there. Well, I guess that settles that. We're sorry we took your time, gentlemen. So they resolve once again that they are not going to pursue them further. Now, outside in the hallway, now the creators are like, they're on to us. We've got to move forward with the plan, the plan itself to bomb Pearl Harbor. Um, it's at this point in time. Now the adults realize that the kids are fickle and they're trying various ways to get the kids into the next fad. So before they do that, <laughs> they send them to like one of those, um, focus uh, groups. There you go. Focus groups. And they have them watch. Hey, do you, like little different clips. Hey, do you guys like your Pokemon? Yeah. Well, then you're going to love wild, wacky action bike, the bike that you can't ride. Hey, kids, do you like your Pokemon? Yeah. Well, then you're going to go wild for wild, wild wacky, wacky action bike. Wild, wacky action bike. Yeah, that one's good. So they did the wild, wacky action bike. And then, of course, a cult classic Alabama for us. Man. Alabama, Alabama man. man. Alabama man. Shut up, bitch. Shut up, bitch. I'd buy an Shut Alabama man. Not going to lie. You said that before we went on. Yeah, you said you'd want to buy an Alabama man. <laughs> Not all people in Alabama are actually white. Yep. <laughs> I love that that was the disclaimer. I was wondering what that said. I didn't catch the second. I thought he said white trash. I didn't know it just ended Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. I thought he said like uh, white trash and white beaters or something. Not all. Oh, I just heard. Yeah. I thought he cut off after white. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It sounds better to say it that way. Wow. He can bowl. When wife asks him where he's been, just use the action button. Alabama man, bust her lip open. Shut up, bitch. Wow. I want to be just like Alabama Man. Alabama Man comes with everything you see here, wife, so separately. I thought I told you to shut up. Not all people from Alabama are white beaters. Not all people white. See, the interesting point of this action figure, though, is that well, uh, Alabama Man comes with, can come with bowling alley, bowling pins, beer, and everything you see here, except for Alabama Man wife. That's all separately. <laughs> so separately. <laughs> So you gotta you gotta buy the wife separately. You gotta buy your lady, um, according to Alabama, and that's what maybe what you do in Alabama. But not all people in Alabama 
white. I mean, but most most Alabama men would have met their wife before they got the beer and the bowling alley and stuff. They would have met their wife in the playpen. Yeah. That's true. Never, never mind. There was a ginger. You see that? That, that was, that was a really right bad. Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say that was a really badly thought out inbreeding joke, and I apologize yeah. to everyone who had to suffer through that. <laughs> well, uh, I, I there was a ginger, a little kid. He was the, he was playing with the Alabama man figure. Um, so <laughs> that kid had no soul. Yeah. No. No. So even uh, you know they sometimes you know it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, you're not Japanese, so that, but this is just funny, bro. Uh, later on during the Sony PSP release, when Kenny gets one, now Kenny dies. Oh and my they're God, like, yeah. we have to get this. They're like, we have to get the second best player in the world. Who is it? The little Japanese kid who managed to get to. They're like, Japanese people have no souls. So I just uh, <laughs> I, 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 this is this. They've actually made fun of Japanese people quite a bit, actually. Now yeah. That <laughs> But this was the first time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, no, actually, the first time would have been the dodgeball during the dodgeball yeah. tournament when they go to no, Japan. They were China, no, the dodgeball oh, they were in China. Team China. China. Okay, the dodgeball team was from China. Okay, yeah, you're right. And okay. yeah, so this was the first time they went pretty hard after the Japanese, um, the PSP episode, and then I guess they kind of do when the console wars. Yep. Which. All the Japanese in that is legit too. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go ahead and uh, wrap yeah. up this episode. Yeah, the kids. Yeah, it's okay. The kids are marching down the street toward the airfield, and they're uh, repeating a Japanese statement, which I have here later on to read. But Sharon suddenly realizes how to get the kids to snap out of it, and has the other adults help her. So she goes to do that. Now, President Clinton, my fellow Americans, uh, it, my fellow uh, Americans. My fellow Americans, it, it was told to me that the Japanese people were going to bomb Pearl Harbor. I spoke with Mr. Hirohito this morning, and he assured me that I have a very large penis. He said it was mammoth, dinosauric, and absolutely dwarfed his penis, which he assured me was nearly microscopic in size. My penis, he said, was most likely one of the biggest on the planet. I applaud Mr. Hirohito in his honesty. Thank you. But I was assured that I have a very large penis. <laughs> he goes on to put over the. <laughs> I appreciate like those kind words. For <laughs> I appreciate those kind words. True words. Those kind true words. Like he makes he makes sure that Thank everyone you. knows it's the truth. They have assured <laughs> me that I have a very large penis, and I agree with him. So yes, President Clinton made a public announcement, uh, but he was fooled by the penis trick. And now we're at the airfield where the kids are preparing to attack. Uh, they're getting in their planes. They're getting ready to do their Pearl Harbor stick. When all of a sudden the parents show up and now the parents are into chim Pokemon because Randy the parents have figured Japanese, right? The parents have figured out though, that like, how do you get your kids to think something is lame? You get into it. So they get into it. <laughs> Leanne's like, <laughs> come on, Carmen, why don't you battle me? <laughs> guy's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Chimpoka Man is Chimpokerific. I got shoe. Come on, Eric. Let's try to battle your rooster with my Donkeytron. Uh, no, that's okay, man. This is gay now. <laughs> this is gay now, right, Stan? This is gay now. Let's kill some ants. Car- right? Carmen's like, yeah, I- I'm okay with you. I got to get out of these clothes. Um, so, oh. and there's, there's, there's like rats surrounding Kenny and Carmen. Like, He's not dead yet. Uh, and now they encounter... <laughs> 
<laughs> now they encounter Kyle. So Kyle's still following the fad. Uh, is like, well, I, I, I'm gonna. Our mission is to complete, uh, to become the ultimate Pokemon master and defeat the secret power. So I'm gonna bomb Pearl Harbor. And Stan gives his typical, I learned something here today that's not good to follow fads and yada yada yada. Kyle says, well, but then if I do what you're doing by then that thought process i'm now following a fad and i'm following the group so now i do have to bomb pearl harbor <laughs> it's, it's like oh you know actually i just learned something here right now it sometimes it's good to go with the group you know because going with the group you can learn a lot of things and kyle's like ah fuck it i'm i'm confused so he gets out and uh, stan then tells him you know you uh don't worry about it bro you know that let's go do our kid stuff let's i i don't know what they said they were gonna go to spray paint something but buy something oh can i have five dollars to buy a football is what stan says and uh his mom's like sure sure honey, sure, honey. and then uh later uh we don't know if it's the next day or it's the same day but the kids are at the bus stop they've now given up on the fads and then suddenly kenny dies from his seizure when a nest of rats burst out of his stomach so that was the full synopsis on the episode Gerard, Wait, hold up! Before ask, before we before we end this, I yeah, actually, uh, before uh, I remember um, Stan's monologue to to convince Kyle. Um, I, I appreciate that dichotomy in that monologue in it, in it of itself, because he was like saying the first first he was saying like, "Hey, um, uh, like we shouldn't uh, follow mob mentality like." Uh, like it's you know it's not it's not always good to do that, and then they're like, and he, he uh, Kyle brings up, hey, but if I do that, then like should I not be following you guys who are getting out of this, these jets right now? And then Stan has to go double back on that statement, saying, oh, r- right now it's okay, it's it's fine, you know, sometimes it's okay to go with Bob mentality. So like the the contradiction in his monologue to like diffuse that situation like totally just confuses kyle and then he just ends up getting out of the jet by but like on his own accord based on his confusion i i i just appreciate that writing that little bit of like like dichotomy like you just having two things that could be true at once like but like not being the most ideal of situations you know Mm-hmm. anyway i just wanted to throw in that little tidbit I like that. No, I like that. That, was, that was something i noticed and would have pointed out to if you hadn't of so i totally agree with yeah. you there yeah 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 cool, cool i wasn't even thinking about that but that i mean i was just more along less thinking of stan you know trying to get out of a situation or trying to get kyle to not bomb something it's like you're gonna say whatever needed to be said right right okay Right and get the situation resolved, but that that is interesting to look at it from the writing analysis. That two statements that could ultimately be true or not true, or yeah. ultimately not ideal situation. So yeah, no, that that's a good call out. All right, now scoop, Joe, and uh, Winterome, since you're hanging around with us, we're about to get into one of our favorite segments here, boys. Are you ready? One, two, three. What, what did Kenny say? What did Kenny say? All right. So this is the point of the episode, Rome, where we uh, reveal to the listeners or the watchers what Kenny says because he's got a muffled voice. So we go. Th- we started this in season two where we break down the segment. And I'm thinking, guys, I'm going to actually start chopping this up 
we get to season four of these segments so that way we can get more micro content on youtube so we'll just have i'll start chopping up the what did kenny segments but in the uh, onset of the episode cartman walks into the um store he's talking to stan says but that's that but i'm gonna get a penguin he's a cutest so he walks over to the penguin canister finds it empty god damn it there's no more penguins and kenny walks over with one and he said, Kenny, Kenny is my favorite. That's the last one. Let me have it. So he starts pulling. Kenny says, no, uh. And then he pulls back with a tug of war. Cartman's like, come in. Kenny says, no, uh. Cartman says, come on, Kenny. And Kenny says, no. So he doesn't give him the uh, penguin. Later on, uh, Cartman, you know, he's still yelling at him, come on, give me penguin. Kenny says, no, this is mine. And uh, Cartman says, okay, Kenny, I'll trade you my uh, Chewy Chuzumi, whatever she said. <laughs> I can't pronounce this. Uh, for your opinion and Kenny says fuck you uh, Carmen says god damn it god damn it you're supposed to trade those you little asshole <laughs> <laughs> give me opinion <laughs> god damn it you're opinion give me opinion so later on now um while playing the video game, uh, <laughs> Stan, Kenny, and Cartman all say, Oh, I have to buy them all. Oh, oh. And Kyle walks out because he's pissed because he doesn't have the controller. So Ash on the TV, their version of Ash, says, I've got to buy them all. So first, I better go to Hawaii and visit Pearl Harbor. And then a Japanese woman pops up and goes, Got to bomb the harbor. Ready? Ready? And then she vanishes, and then Ash yells out, Go! And then Kenny goes, uh, Hey, you guys. And the boys start to bomb the Pearl Harbor, and they all start grunting. And Ash says, I must buy them all. I must buy them all. And Sandy and Cartman and Kenny say, We must buy them all. And then the Japanese woman says, to, Try to bomb the harbor. And the second round, second round begins. The bombing is more intense now. Kenny begins to convulse and finally drops off the sofa. Play stops and Cartman and Stan look on with shock. And Stan's like, dude, the video game gave Kenny a seizure. And Cartman's like, yeah, this game red. Um, so that was a short little sweet segment for you. Because Car- after that, guys, Kenny has no more lines in the episode. So that's what Kenny, Kenny all right that was what kenny said all right so let's go ahead and get into the trivia here if you want to go ahead and start scoop why don't you go and read us some trivia or joe whoever's got it up first go the japanese term chipoko means small penis (laughs) this is this is this is actually really funny that it's all true because the the, the entire phrase Pokemon means penis pocket monster in Japanese. The word poke is short for pocket in Japanese, which is where the word poko comes from. Uh, I want to I want to say this part though. Uh, children, the children are chanting uh, "Owata Baikak." Or, I don't I don't know. Baikaku. 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 Owata Baikaku. And apparently that stands for, or that's translated to, "The U.S. is finished." Um, oh, 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 the U.S. is finished. And there's also a billboard that's written in Japanese that says Namuki uh, Sukukiri, which means keeping awake and refreshing. But this is not the first time South Park will use uh, different language to uh, talk about uh, wars. I mean, later on, uh, we have uh, little Hitler with Cartman with, uh, as despite <laughs> us right, 
Yep. Oh, the passion. Which translates to what is uh, what is our ultimate goal to remove all the Jews from Jerusalem? (laughs) (laughs) So it's bad. I looked that up. Rome, Chimpoco, I'm on pocket penis monsters. Uh, You are a pocket Morty fan. Would you collect pocket penis monsters? Um, I have a lot of pocket penis monsters. This is Simon. Just different. Shapes. I have. I only have one pocket penis monster. I just. I, I, I have. have I have really small Ekans and Arbax. <laughs> no, I, I would. I would, in fact, collect said Shinpokomons. Um, they, there, there would be a benefit to my heart, um, to my soul, and just my collective being, being able to have these in my life. Yeah, in particularly. Right. Uh, I think the. I think it was Lamomon or something like that. The, the one, like the one that. The, the one that looked like Pikachu that that guy brings to the headquarters. The yeah, bro. That one, I would rock. I would rock. I would definitely rock. You'd be on my team. Yeah, you do. This episode, as and we mentioned... Broccoli. Broccoli. This episode, as we mentioned, was not dubbed in Japanese. Uh, Joe, why don't you read the next part? The idea of fads and addiction used for brainwashing and conspiracy are reused in South Park is gay, stupid spoiled horror video plays set, and something Walmart this way comes. (laughs) I love that one. Hirohito, the name of the Japanese mastermind, was the real Japanese emperor's name. However, the real-life Hirohito died 10 years prior to the airing of this episode and was succeeded by his son, Akihito. Chim Pokemon toys are later seen in numerous episodes throughout the series, and you can also collect them in one of the video games. I was just about to say that. I didn't write that down, but they are in the very first game. Yeah, Park's they were in truth. Stick of Truth. I just couldn't remember. And it's then hard. by the time I remembered that the Yowie was in Fractured Butthole, I was already finishing the sentence and didn't want it- to trip anything up. It's very difficult to collect them all in Sticker Truth because here's the thing they don't tell you. I'm going to tell you maybe you've never played the games through all the way yet. Maybe you're playing it right now. Maybe you haven't beaten it. Or maybe you want to collect all of them. Do not fight Craig if you want to collect all of the Chim Pokemon because as mm-hmm. soon as you go and you initiate that's the ending fight sequence with Craig, that mission arc – as soon as you start that, doors become locked and garages become locked and you can't go into them. And then certain places that you were only able to access before the actual main story takes place goes back to normal and you can't get these chin Pokemon after the main story is completed. And or it's the it? same thing with the Yaoi in Fractured Butthole. Do oh. not go to Freeman's Tacos. Do not go to Freeman's Tacos until you've collected everything. All, the, uh, all the Yaoi and everything. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, you know, uh, welcome to Freeman's Tacos. Welcome to yes, the, you get to fight Morgan Freeman in the game. As oh a, my a god! It's a spoiler alert for a four-year-old game. Right. Sorry. Well, uh, why don't you go ahead and keep going on, Scoop? Where uh, all of the uh, oh, Japanese, yeah, okay. all of the all of the Japanese, with the possible exception of Garrison Sun, is correct. Japanese. Trey Parker studied Japanese in college and speaks it fluently. This episode marks the first time where Butterscotch appears as an extra member of the boys. On the season three mini commentary of the episode, Trey Parker mentioned that the episode, that this episode featured the voice of his longtime college friend, Junuchi Nishimura. 
So yes, uh, that was his friend who played the uh, does the voice some of the voiceover characters. And as I wrote down here, the Japanese woman was played by Saki Mayata, uh, known for her work on the Yokai King and the Reflection TV oh. series. So she was actually a legitimate Japanese actor that they got for this episode. Good um, that was pretty cool. Um, and then, of course, this is the last episode where Mary Kay Bergman voices Wendy Testenberger. Rest in peace, Mary Kay uh, Bergman, who passed away on November 11th, 1999. Um, all right, let's. right, I'm going to finish up here, guys. Pop culture. This whole episode parodies the Pokemon phenomenon. Kenny having seizures, of course, is a reference to the Pokemon episode uh, Deno Senshi Porygon, Saiba Sojo Porygon which caused many Japanese children to have seizures. Rome, did you ever get to see that episode live, or did you get have to wait for VHS tapes? Or I know Derek, which is your stepfather, likes to get uh, different um, Japanese animation. I, I was a UPN kid in the morning uh, as, okay. as a young American, so that means 6.30 a.m., or actually it was either 6.30 or 7 for Pokemans on UPN. Yeah, like so right like... School. Right, exactly. So Ball, you had right, enough like, time to watch right? it, eat breakfast, be ready for school, and out the door. Yeah, we had Dragon yep, Ball exactly. on earlier too. I would, I would, I would wake up to watch the original Dra Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball for me yep. was on after school. Me and the homies, we'd watch it, and then we'd go reenact the whole episode on the trampoline. Well, like, I'd have DB. We'd have DBZ after school on Toonami at that point when I was that age. But yeah, I had Dragon Ball in the morning, and what you were talking about, Pokemon. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. Well, to to finish to a answer your question, I, I did watch the Porygon episode live. Um. As a kid, it didn't bother me at all. Um, I'm sure, like, watching it now, like, because how shitty our TVs were, like, I, I think maybe the fact that Japan had higher tech, advanced technology for television might have been, a, like, a like a preceding factor to why kids were um, being epilepsied. I don't know. I, I think technology has something to do with it, but I think it would be more between the difference between PAL and NTSC, where NTSC is either oh, wow. 24 or 30 frames per second. 30. PAL is uh, 30 frames a second. 29. PAL 29, is yeah. like, yeah, 29.97. PAL region, it is 25 frames a second. That's why anything you watch from like Europe always has that weird kind of look to it and everything else. Uh, Matt probably knows way more about it than I can get into right now, but yeah, it's a long story. It's, it, it's yeah. college class. Uh, but yeah, I, I would agree with you, Rome, as far as from the technology standpoint, because even now, like there's been times where strobe lights come on, I'm watching in, in 60 inches of high definition and I'm like, Oh, this is a little too much for me. <laughs> like, so like I, and, and because Japanese at that point or in the late eighties, early nineties, we're definitely ahead of the curve in technology. I mean, they were getting all of their video games years prior before the American market got it right before it was trans. Right. Like, like Sony PlayStation. We they, we were using like graphics being developed by companies like that, like, like Toshiba type thing, you know, like those are all Japanese companies like Panasonic, you know, all, th that was like, yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, what? Is that Phillips. a Japanese company, Phillips? That's amazing. Yeah. I, I <laughs> well, will yeah. say, though, that, that that shit would be, if you click on that link, just click on that link real quick. Put that on a 60-inch screen TV. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh, now it, it, it'd be blinding because there's a lot of whites. And then there was definitely a lot of blues and reds because Red of Porygon. Yeah. yeah. So, and, like, the, there's a portal thing that flashes blue and red. 
and like the whole yeah, screen is it and then two rockets come flying at you it's intense yeah it's 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 pretty intense in terms of the colors because like the the whole scene for that porygon coming up is like dark not not dark in the like just the aesthetic is dark the uh like it's in inside of a computer type thing so like you know there's it's more it's lit dimly so like when you get these flashes of light they're pretty intense no that's a good point uh, yeah. to finish up pop to finish up our pop culture section when Sharon Marsh says uh, at the end of the episode to Mr. Garrison, get on the line, tell everyone how to bring these sons of bitches down, referencing to the fact they were able to you know, trick the kids into thinking they were into Shin Pokemon. That's actually a reference to the film Independence Day. Uh, Mr. Garrison, the use of telegraph in order to spread Sharon's message covertly. Um, now, when Randy and Sharon are watching Chim Pokemon, whenever the scene shows them, uh, whenever the scene shows them, rather than the Chim Pokemon music playing, it's actually playing the song or the music from the video game Doom, um, which was a very popular game in the early '90s. Uh, in fact, I just watched this documentary on Netflix called High Score. They've got like seven episodes up, and uh, I think like episode five was they talked about Doom, which I thought was pretty cool. It was either five or six? They talked about like Doom and. Um, what was the other first-person shooter game from back then? It came right before Doom. I forget right now. Uh, that being said, uh, when she, uh, no, oh no, it wasn't Duke. It was before that. It was a game that came out before that. Uh, when Sharon Marsh says uh, "What it what to the Japanese leaders, it has an uncanny resemblance to the voices of Lois Griffin from Family Guy, which we do not like Family Guy on this show. I mean, I... <laughs> uh, uh, now, the last thing here is the picture of Alabama man seen in Leanne Cartman's catalog in Korn's groovy pirate ghost mystery is seen again in this episode in the live action commercial. That's some continuity for you. All right. We always finish up here, Rome, with our top likes and dislikes. Uh, some of us have the same, so we don't have to write them over. Uh, so, JV, why don't you start us off since you've got most of them here? And if we don't think we have any different ones, or if we have some different ones, All we'll right. add on. Um, the continuity here, along with. The Alabama man, this was more the jumping off point for some continuity with a recurring theme for Cartman throughout the years that it happens. Like we were talking about the PSP episode. It happens with the PSP. It happens with the Wii, despite his best efforts on that one. And then one of the trilogies was literally about Cartman being first in line to get the Xbox one. Um, wait, let's take a second here. I want to talk about fanaticism because we're all fanatics of something. Yeah, uh, we're, all, we're all collectors of something. And I think this is definitely a good conversation to have on this podcast. Uh, Rome, as you alluded to at the top of the show, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you mentioned that that craze that goes into it. Why don't you elaborate more on, you know, maybe why you collect, what draws you to collecting and how you kind of maybe identify with some of the, the collection <coughs> craze that's all in this episode. Well, um, to use a TLC meme, I feel my heart cracking, okay? Um, I'm just filling in the cracks of my broken heart. Um, no, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, you know, uh, like, as, as children, um, for me in particular, as a child, uh, I didn't get to collect everything I wanted. I did not get every toy I wanted, you know what I mean? Um, just like everyone else, like, you know, like... Um, just just like i'm sure everyone here on this podcast you know you, you guys didn't get everything you wanted right so um 
it's, it's just like uh, for collecting for me, it's just sort of like it gives you the opportunity to to dive into yourself and see, hey, is there something about anything like let's say a chim pokemon if, if if there was chim pokemon toys you know is there is there some resonance that speaks to my soul that would actually bring me joy just by having it in my life and if if i, if I can say yes to it um then then it's going to be in my possession if i can get it um personally like I, i've been slowing down on my collecting all this stuff behind me has been like throughout the years and uh but like so now it's it's anything that comes into my possession has a real like connection. Like, like, hold up. I, I just, I, I just got to take some time to show off this little guy right here. This guy is my fucking soul. I, I'm retired from collecting now. This is a spirit of fire. It has no relevance to the show at all, but I'll, I'll, this is like for years for like the last few years, I couldn't find this. And this is like to know it's in my life to know that like I have such an art piece. It was, it was like made in 2005 type thing. So like, um, for collecting, I am a fucking fanatic. So that's, if that was your question, uh, uh, yes, I'm a fanatic. Uh, yeah, sorry. There we go. A plus. What about, <laughs> what about you? Scoop? What are you, I mean, were you a collector at a young age or wasn't until you got older? You're muted. You're muted, dude. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I was buying. I was buying boxes of magic cards at a very young age. Um, it started. It started with that, and then trying to get better and win at tournaments, and then it kind of just evolved into. There's like 240 cards in a set, and then a certain point, I started wanting to get every single card, at least one of every single card in the whole set, and then it kind of just morphed from in. To everything else now, so yeah, I'm a little bit of a fanatic. Some video games, some video games. Joe, how about you? Do you ever collect anything growing up, or do you ever collect? Um, yeah, I uh, I started collecting comic books at a super early age. I still have a lot of them um, that I'm actually, and I'm at the point now where I'm going to start getting a lot of them graded and starting to uh, sell them. Because I know a lot of them are going to get me some money. I've got uh, some stuff that uh, Joe Quesada signed when he was still just an artist for Marvel. Now he's the editor-in-chief for anyone that doesn't know comics. Um, I've always collected some kind of thing. And then just uh, through irresponsibility or one, one way or another have lost some of those collections uh some of them are at my mother's house up in her attic and stuff too but um i'm not necessarily a pack rat but i do definitely collect things i'm looking at like a wall of hot wheels in front of me now yeah i've i've recently you mentioned comics i've recently started collecting comics i have this unopened one i still haven't opened it's a variant rick and morty dungeons and dragons Oh, nice. I still haven't opened it. I want to read it, but I don't want to open it. So buy a second copy. That's why you buy a second copy. You keep the well, one. Well, it was already $25, bro. Oh, so like, exactly. So you get. Well, I so... wasn't going to buy two. I wasn't dropping, trying to drop 50 bucks that day. I just. Yeah. It was kind of an impromptu buy. Like I walked in there for, to get another volume of something and they had this one. And I was like, oh, I got to grab this. Yeah. So... And then when the demand on those goes down, you sell the one for 100 bucks and you have the other one that you. 
Right. Whatever. I I wasn't trying. I'm not trying to flip comics, so it wasn't like. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well then, I want to open it because, like, I think it's you know it's pristine and it's inside the plastic wrap. Anyway, uh, why don't you continue on here, Joe? Because uh, unfortunately, the right as I've mentioned, there's a radiator knocking. I don't know if you can hear mm -hmm. it now. The knock has come back, and I am now going to have to yell at the apartment building. So uh, um, continue on. Uh, like I said earlier, I can identify with uh, Kyle on being a day late and a buck short with literally every trend, be it fashion or collection or toy or anything along those episodes, uh, along those lines. Um, so that, I mean, that was probably a little bit more personal than we normally go on this show, but like I identified a lot with that. And I think that's part of what makes the show what it is, is that like, there's so many instances in it that like they make it funny as hell or like super harsh in one way, but then you like, Oh no, I can totally identify with this. And it's like one of the few shows that realizes that children are dicks. Mm -hmm. So then, of course, let's. We've also mentioned the big American penis jokes. I think that's we don't need. Yeah, to yeah. Anymore, uh, Scoop. You mentioned Kyle because you were you were kind of like Kyle as a kid, always behind the fad. Yeah, I was always behind the word would be like fashion or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I was always late in a buck short, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Well, uh, last couple things here. The way the parents get their kids to stop liking something, which we thought that was funny because it is true. Karen, yeah. something at that age. Uh, now, for the top dislike, Joe, you put this as one of those episodes that because of its depiction of the Japanese, that it really didn't age well and probably right. doesn't get shown a lot, that they go hard on everyone, which, of course, we love them for that. But this is one of those episodes that instead of mocking racism, which they do a lot of time, they kind of just join in on the racism instead. Exactly. It, it, it didn't feel like it was making fun of racism. It felt like it was making fun of the Japanese. I mean, <clears> and they definitely were. I mean, they make fun of everybody, so we can't fault them. Right, for, right. It, it, but yeah, it just um, usually they do it without resorting to racism, though. Okay. Unless, right. unless it's Osama bin Laden has farty pants, and in that case, fuck bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you thought the brainwashing wasn't as funny? Um, yeah, it just, like I said, it just didn't, it seemed kind of phoned in with it. Just usually when they're brainwashed and stuff, it, they, especially in the Metro episode, but okay. it, it just didn't, it didn't come as cross as funny to me when they did it a few years later with the passion of the Jew and Cartman leading the whole, it was just much funnier. Okay. But and the last thing you put here, and then I want to hear Rome's top likes and dislikes mm -hmm. first day in the episode. Uh Hiroto, you put had been dead for ten years. Yeah, Hirohito. Yeah. Hirohito that you would have wanted kind of a funny explanation like the way they did with Saddam. Yeah, the way they did it with Saddam's death at the beginning of the movie, or like any other time, it was just, oh yeah, I spoke to Emperor Hirohito. Like that that could have the resurrection of Hirohito could have been a funny scene in and of itself. But, All right, Rome. We uh, for our top like dislike. That's ours. What did you like about this episode? I mean, you're not a diehard South Park fan like us, right? What What did you like about the episode? Um, I kind of want to collect all the Chimpokomon now. That's number <laughs> one. 
Um, no, number two. Um, let's see. Nasavenya. Uh, uh, no, I, 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 I think the, the, the depiction of Japanese people in this, um, this show episode, uh, wasn't, wasn't too, uh, wasn't too heavy for me. Like I, I, I know, uh, it could be misconstrued, like, like, um, that they're, they're trying to be racist, I think. Um, but for me as, as an Asian person experiencing this in my own shoe, in my own shoes, like I see that there's like a, a, an inner monologue that, uh, those Japanese being depicted on screen are having where it's like, you know, they, they're, they're trying to use this strategy, uh, to appeal to like a, uh, an enemy. Right. Um, and so like, Oh no. And I got that element of it. Oh too. yeah. No, no. I'm, yeah. I'm, no, yeah, de- definitely. I'm not like saying like they weren't being racist or anything, but for mm-hmm. me, I appreciated like what they were, uh, like accomplishing with their racism if, if that makes any sense like oh it makes total sense yeah 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 like i'm not trying to say anything like they shouldn't like like i don't agree with like them being racist or anything or like or with you having that analysis of you know racism it was just more like like i appreciate the art form that went into their the writing um for that you know i have to say it again for that dichotomy of showing like you know how fucked up people can be versus you know like what's supposed to be marketed for people you know right and yeah is there there anything you maybe didn't like about the episode Um, what i didn't like uh you know what uh i think them killing off kenny that way was a, a a big like you know how he just ended up having a seizure like the fact that like I don't know that he, we just got weekend Bernie's with him. Like, like for me, like, and that wasn't explained and then, until like you see the rats and stuff. Then it, it, like you, like you either realize it or you don't. And it's just like, right. like I, I wish I would have mm-hmm. saw a little bit more alluding to his death, you know, just right. a little bit. That's it. But that's not like, that's a small complaint. That's not really anything like to complain about. Right. Or like Let what me- the point of the mice doing it was, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, let me ask good. you this, Rome. Let me ask you this, Rome. Based on this episode, would you become a South Park like viewer? Would you start watching more episodes of South Park? I Did mean, it sway you at all the comedy of South Park? Oh, I mean, like South Park is always like, like I love. Like I, I can go and watch South Park if it was accessible, like it used to be on Hulu. Um, <laughs> Oh, but I mean, you you show me that one site. I don't know if it's uh if that's something that should be doxed. But anyways, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we pay. I pay for it at HBO Max, and then let's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. No. You guys pay for it on HBO. That's great. Uh, amazing. Of course, uh, I, you're you're not a amazing. You're not a follower, so I'm not gonna expect you to pay for one episode. So I tell you where you can watch it. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, like, as far as like, uh, if if. If I hadn't already watched South Park, if you were asking me based on that scenario, now I, well, would I become a South Park fan? Yes, you know, like that kind of. If you've never seen South Park, you 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 should be able to dive into it if you have, you know, less than PC outlook on life. <laughs> like, so. All right, yeah, well, that, guys, that's my answer. 
That's his answer. That's another addition here. A check, man. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm sorry. Before everything I said about masturbating was a lie. Okay, thanks, guys. I don't want that dog. And if you want to know what he's talking about, you can get on the Patreon later or donate. Well, when we have a Patreon, it'll be there. Or plug it at the beginning of the show that you can give us a dollar for the Go Fuck Yourself Redskins Fund. That's there right. You if you join the Washington Redskins, go fuck yourself phone, which is anchor.com slash suck my bows. Yes, anchor.com. And you are, I will see who donates and I will send you the full unedited clip of this show, which and you'll get Or we could just make a Discord channel. And when they, they donate well, we could just end the episode right now, as you could find us on a litany of okay. different networks at Hami Media Group, RatsalaReview.com, and R and R Pod Network. Of course, you can also check us out everywhere. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Play, Google, and of course Spreaker on from the R and R Pod Network, Anchor where we're hosted, on YouTube. Uh Scoop, do you have anything you want to put over before I kick it to the other guys? Yank. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Joe, um, high, what can people do? Yeah, yeah, stay high. That's I like that. Uh, so Joe, what can people find you out? What what's coming up in Joe's world? Uh, things are kind of in flux now, so I'm not quite sure what's going to be coming up in my world in the next couple weeks. I uh, got a curveball pitched my way this morning that I'll talk to you about off air. Um, but the uh, you can still catch uh, Slave to the Deathmatch. 11 on fight on fight.tv or the fight app or whatever you want to call it. We're not supposed to say the TV letters. Um, <laughs> it is uh, $9.99. Uh, you can also find me on Devotion Championship Wrestling. They have a channel on Twitch. Uh, if you subscribe to that, you can see the backlog. Um, Primos Premier Pro Wrestling, as always. And, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything I've forgotten. Oh, yeah. Sick. Meh. Bears, Mr. Garrison. Uh, when in Rome, Garrison, what can, if people want to contact you, hit you up, follow your shenanigans, your content, what, what should they do? So thank you for uh, the platform, for the ability, for the constitution for me to derive and deliver my message. Okay. Um, so if you want to see more of me, um, I am available on the YouTubes. Um, under you see, uh, right here, uh, winning Rome, right there. Just type that in on the YouTubes. Yeah, YouTube, I have YouTube. a lot of stuff. P- please subscribe. All right, uh, I have like ramen videos, uh, just reviews on food, toys, dork stuff, nerd stuff. Uh, I have music videos, guys. Uh, some gross ass music videos. If you want to see me Emma, gagging Emma, on my Emma, toothbrush. Emma. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I got a, a Tim Allen diss track, guys. Um, but yeah, that's all on Winning Rome, the YouTube channel. Um, I'm also on Anchor, uh, so uh, uh, under the Ten Man Podcast. Uh, so I do top tens. It's a variety show where I talk about either anime or sports. Now I could rate said shows or sport event out of ten. I can give you a topical ten. Or I give you um, an actual top 10 list of anything. Last week, um, I was, I believe, uh, on the Hameen Hameen, Hameen Media Group. Hameen Media Group. Yep. So I was was there, uh, like, being hosted by you guys. So thank you. Yeah, okay. 
when we're recording this, unfortunately, uh, when this goes up, the voting will be over. Uh, for no, that's fine. For the- no, that's cool. But uh, that, that's- still gonna, you'll still be hosted throughout the re- remainder of the month, and that doesn't disqualify uh, you from being potentially selected to be on the network. That was just a quote-unquote no. fan vote. That's all. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. That's cool. No, but um, The top 10 finishers uh, I, was great. Yes, correct. Thank you. I appreciate that, Joe. Uh, I So I that's the kind of content I can deliver. All right? So, like I said, subscribe on YouTube. Follow me on the Facebooks, the 10 Men Podcast, all right? You can catch us just like this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever the fuck you listen to podcasts, all right? So go ahead and do that for both these shows, all right? And thanks, guys. Thanks well, for guys, me. that's it. Yeah, we love having you, of course. Uh, guys, we'll be back next week with another edition of Shake My en jungfarred ved juletid Ting tang ting nu til dig Omkring ham dannet sneen hvid Ting tang ting nu til dig Han stred sig frem i regn og blæst med et der sejnede hans hest Ting tang nu, ting tang nu, ting tang ting nu til dig Sad i høje tårn Ting tang ting nu til dig Og ventede ham som til form Ting tang ting nu til dig Men natten gik så trist og lang I ensomhed til solopgang Ting tang nu, ting tang nu Ting tang ting nu til dig Den næste dag vi hed morgen rød Ting tang ting nu til dig De fandt den stakkels junker død Ting tang ting nu til dig Han dækket var af sne og is Men tør nu op i paradis Ting tang nu, ting tang nu Ting tang ting nu til dig Det var jo noget værd og noget Ting tang ting nu til dig For da han tøde blev han våd Ting tang ting nu til dig Men sådan kan det altså gå Når man går uden hue på Ting tang nu, ting tang nu Ting tang ting nu til dig Ting tang ting nu til dig Hun kastede sig fra tårnet Ting tang ting nu til dig Nu deler de en lille sky Som regner over land og by Ting tang nu, ting tang nu Ting tang ting nu til dig Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from Like Rat Sound Review where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album vs. Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network, with the Vieira Bowl. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. 
Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSaddleReview.com or search Review on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. 